Hi, and welcome to Old Man Stink, the podcast for late boomers and early Gen Xers who are confident and skilled at using and adapting the technology around them, but also know what to pay attention to and what to ignore. I'm your host, Gerard McLean. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to be trying something new here. Um, I have been in my neighborhood, in my subdivision, for 30 years. It'll be 30 years in July. And I'm sitting here, and, and I, I used to go come and go back, and, and um, one of the one of the uh, the neighbors he'd moved in. I, when did you move in, Gary? Three years ago. Three years ago. So I've been I've been going back and forth this this guy's house for like three years, and his garage door is open, and he sits out and he watches the neighborhood. He watches people go to work. He watches them come home. He he watches the sun come up every day and watches it go behind behind the horizon. And I'm thinking, man. That man has got to have some pretty interesting stories. So one day I just stopped by while I was walking my dogs, and I said, you know, I'm going to stop by, and I'm going to ask him if he wants to be on this podcast. And he said yes. So I hope that was a good decision, Gary. Yeah. (laughs) Why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are? Well, the thing of it is, I was born in Tennessee, and I came up here when I was 13, and uh, my mom and dad got a divorce. So... My dad wanted me to come to Ohio and go to school because when down in Tennessee, we went to school about four months out of the year because we had a big farm. Mm-hmm. And we had hay, tobacco, and this and that and the other. Now, had is cows. That, is that everybody in Tennessee or is that your, your school district? Uh, my family. Okay, your family. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so uh, we had uh, cows we had to milk. Mm-hmm. We had goats we had to milk. We had to gather up all the eggs. We had 12 chickens and three roosters. And uh, so uh, in the summertime, I had to use a tractor, plow up the garden, and uh, plant this and plant that. So then... Uh, How big was the farm? Uh, it was 80 acres. 80 acres? Yeah. Okay. And, and uh, so... Uh, does your family still have it? No. No? no. My dad, he, he died at 77. And my stepmom, she died at 74. And uh, she went, well, they got a divorce, so her first husband, he he passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, it was a car wreck, but you know, anyway, he, he died. Do you need to get that? Let me see what it is. Okay. Yep, that's my son. So Gary took the phone call from his son, uh, and I just turned the recorder off to give them a little privacy. And uh, when they were done, uh, we rejoined the uh, conversation. Okay, so you moved from Tennessee yeah. to Ohio yeah. when you're 13 years old. Right. Then after I came here, we went to the store because I wore a bib overhaul. Back in those days, that's all I ever wore. Okay. So my stepdad up here, uh, he took me to a, 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 a Greg's store there in uh, Drexel. And he got me some pants and some shirts and everything. And he got me a pair of tennis shoes, which I wore old boots back in my day. And uh, so uh, after I put them on, they didn't feel right because I'm used to be a boa haul. And I said, I I just don't like these. He said, son, you're going to have to start wearing them because you can't wear be a boa hauls uh, up here and go to school and all that. It ain't appropriate. I said, well, all right. 
It took me about a month to get used to wearing <laughs> pants with a belt and all that. <laughs> Dang on. It's taken us, some of us, a lifetime to take. Yeah. And we're still not comfortable with that belt. Right. Yeah. So I wore a bib all house ever since I was uh, yeah. five years old. I was yeah. about 13. Good Lord. And, uh, you, know, it's, you know, it's like wearing uh, uh, anything. You get used to wearing it, mm-hmm. and you wear something different. Mm-hmm. It takes a while to get used to that it. That it does. All right. So then I came up here. Then they went me, took me over to uh, Northridge High School, mm-hmm. and got me in going there. Okay. And uh, so uh, we had a bus. They, they dropped us off and picked us up every morning. Then on weekends, when I was old enough, uh, my dad took me to work at Larry Shirell of Needmore and Barley, mm-hmm. and I pumped gas for cars because he was a mechanic. So. Friday, Friday evening, Saturday and Sunday, uh, they open seven days a week. So I went out there and pumped gas for cars and stuff. And but uh, if they had a credit card, I had to take it inside. Sure. And then they had to do that because yeah. back then that was the a good credit old card days, you had yeah. to slide yeah. it across. Yeah, exactly. remember that? Yeah, I remember that carbon <laughs> carbon things. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So then after I did that, I took it back out. And they signed it, and I gave them yeah. the paper, and I took it back in and put it in a slot. Yeah. And. Uh, then, oh, what was gas then? Back then, it was uh, 54 cents yeah. a gallon. Oh, I remember those days. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And you never see that no more. No, not, not, no. Never it was again. $1.23 up here, and I went to Kroger's early this morning. Now it's up to two fifty nine. Yeah. yeah. So dang on it. And I, I got a quarter tank of gas. I was going to go up there today and get more, get, get gas. Yeah. I saw that. I said, well, I, I don't go nowhere. <laughs> I go from here to Kroger's, from here to family yeah. dollar and stuff uh-huh. like that so i said well that's nothing to last me until it goes down again so mm. then after then after i graduated from northridge i got hard in at frigidaire okay i worked there for five years yeah then i uh, started out at uh, four dollars and 84 cents an hour that was big money back that's then. big money, that back big then. money. <laughs> yeah then uh, i worked there for five years yeah we got laid off I was laid off for four and a half years. Mm-hmm. Then they brought in the S10. You remember them? Yeah. S10. Yes. truck. Yep. Oh, my daughter had an S10. Yep. So yeah. uh, they call, they called me back to work. So I got my 90 days in, and uh, I went from 484 or something an hour to 518. Oh, that's Damn, a jump. That's a pretty good size jump. Yeah, exactly. Then I worked there for about probably 12, 14 years. Mm-hmm. Then they laid me off again. <laughs> I said, gee, now what? Just getting going. So yeah. I got a job at a gas station again, pumping yeah. gas like yeah. I normally do. Yeah. Then after I got that done, in four and a half years again, they called me back to General Motors. Well, they had a good work record. I never was late. I never was sick. I never yeah. did call in. Yeah. I was there every day and everything. So then they had to do the the Suburban. Sure. The I remember big, those two. The big yeah. truck. So, uh, or the big van, whatever. Yeah. So I worked there, hearted in there, got my 90 days in. Everybody said, you never get your 90 days in. You've been here free today, <laughs> you this, and that, you got to lay it off. Yeah. You never get your 90 days in. So I got my 90 days in. Now, tell, tell us what the 90 days means. What does that mean? That means in 90 days, if you don't work out, miss a day, Right. then when you do get your 90 days in, they, uh, they, won't, they won't hire right. you. Just let you go. Let, let you go. Okay. So... After I got my 90 days in, then they called me into the office. Yeah. Said, oh, shit, now what the hell did I do? <laughs> Went in there, and the guy shook my hand. He said, Gary, he said, 
you are a good work record and says you you get along with everybody yeah. you you do your job you don't cause no trouble or anything and uh, we think that it's necessary that we're going to give you another I'm going to give you a $3 raise that was $9 a raise or $9 yeah, no what year was this it was back in uh, 80 80 90 or okay. something like yeah, that yeah yeah then uh I said, well, he said, now don't say to nobody what right. you what you what you get. Did you have to think that. about that so to I, take I, it? I or? just kept my mouth shut, <laughs> and uh, which uh, uh, which I had my my money yeah. direct deposit, so I didn't get nothing. Right. Well. And uh, so my my uh, uh, pink cell, not my pink slip, but my uh, paperwork after the check stub, mm-hmm. I never did get it. But I can always call the bank and get it. For right. reference or whatever it is down the road, mm-hmm. so I just kept working, kept working. So I didn't get laid off no more. But after after a while, they uh, they called me back in the office again. I said, "Damn, I didn't do nothing <laughs> wrong. Why am I going back to the office? Scared you to death because you got to walk into the main office. The big boss man's in there. Right, white shirt and necktie. Ugh. Oh man, that was the worst. My knees were just shaking. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't hardly talk. I was nervous. Yeah. He said, don't be nervous. I shook his hand. He said, have a seat, Gary. I said, all right, thank you, sir. He says, you're good work record. You got you, you, you know a lot of jobs and stuff. We're going to take you off your job. I said, why? He said, we're going to give you a job uh, doing an absenteeism person. What's that? So, well, if somebody calls in sick or mm-hmm. you don't come to work, mm-hmm. you're going to go to his job and he, hurt or whoever, sure. and do that. Now, what were you doing in, 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 the, in the factory? Well, I did uh, taillights. Okay. I did uh, the windshield. Mm-hmm. I did the door harness. Then, uh, then I went over and uh, put the seats in. Then after I get that done... Then I had to go over to the motor line. All right. And uh, we put dry shafts in. You wore some kind of rubber gloves that slides mm-hmm. in and stuff. Right. I just slide it in, the guy down there, the line keeps moving. And so I put the dry shaft in and everything. <laughs> that's and that's the model of your life is the line will keep moving. Yeah. You're the, ready or not, the line moves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so, I like uh, that. I'm, I think after, I'm going to have T-shirts made after, up. After I, after I put all that in, then uh, the, the guy that uh, he was uh, – I guess he went to the office or went to the medical or went somewhere. Yeah. But he came back. So then I went back to the office. <clears throat> they said, well, just go back over there where you was doing before and everything. And uh, I said, all right. So I got back over there. And then my boss says, uh, hey, Gary, I need you to go over there and, and release her to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. That's when I was a right. rotating yeah. person. Okay. Then I tried after I did that, then I went back. He said, let's go to the office. Mm-hmm. I said, all right. So I went back to the office, sat down, and uh, really played a card rummy. Played cards. You played cards with, with the, the office, boss. With the boss. And uh, all right. I said, is, 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 is this normal? <laughs> he said, well, he said, everybody's back to, back to doing their job. And he yeah. said, you're a floater. Yeah. And there's nothing. And so... You just say in here, we'll play cards in air conditioning. You don't have to worry about it. Am I going to get in trouble? Hey, how are you going to get in trouble? I'm your boss. Yeah, yeah. I said, okay, no problem. 
He said, you want some water? I said, no, I'm not thirsty. He said, I'm going to get me one. So he had a refrigerator right inside his office. He got him a water. He said, you sure you want one? Those were those little dinky bottles about yeah, like that. Yeah. And I said, yeah, I'll give me one. So we sat there and we drank it, and I played cards. I shuffled them out, gave them back the cards. And here come in one, one of the foremans I used to work with. Or, you know. And he said, what are you doing? So I'm playing cards with the boss man. He told me to come sit down and play some cards. <laughs> he said, I've done it before, too, when I wasn't busy or anything. Yeah. And uh, he says, uh, just enjoy yourself the rest of the day. Yeah. So GM is no longer in Dayton. That, that factory's closed. Right. Did, were you there when it closed? Or were you? I was there. I was I was there six months before they closed. Okay, I retired at thirty-one years. So you finished you finished out. You got thirty-one years in. You got a pension, all your your, your health care, all that stuff that a lot of folks didn't get. Right when that closed yeah. out. So yeah. you were one you were one of the last lucky ones. Yeah. Did you did you see like did you see those two movies, The Last Truck, and American Factory? Mm. Have you seen those movies yet? No, I okay. was. I think I was down at my brother's house doing something. Okay. And I, I missed it. Yeah. And uh, but uh, yeah, I, I I I wanted to see it, but I never did yeah. get, get a chance to see it. Okay. So. I think it I think it's on Netflix. I'm not sure if you have to pay for it or what, but um, but uh, it's already. But it's I, out I, there. I well the they they worked another another I think three months after yeah. I re- retired oh, wow. at 31. Yeah. And uh, so you're one of the lucky ones. You're one of yeah. the last, the last generation yeah, to yeah, work the factory yeah. there. Now my my brother-in-law, uh, he he was a uh, he's a uh, he was uh, I forget what what he was. Yeah. And uh, he he was the last one when they locked the door. The last person went off the line. Mm. And uh, so uh, he helped. Uh, I said the last truck went off the line. The neighbors taking something off the hooks and put them in a, a dolly or yeah. whatever it was, and uh, emptied the line off. Uh-huh. Then after that, then after they did that, then uh, they they started uh, turning it, turn, turn stuff out yeah. because the the Chinese was coming in later to put them, make the wind windshield yeah, windshields or whatever glass it is. And, and uh, but uh, yeah, I retired. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, the people that was there before, well, the first the first people got laid off. They had like 10, 12, 13 years in. Wow. And uh, so they, they were the first one to go. Those more seniority, you, you stayed longer. Okay. The ones that didn't okay. have seniority, they they got they went out the door first. Mm-hmm. And uh, But beyond that, then after I retired, I uh, mowed grass with my buddy, uh, Harry. He... He was uh he was wounded in the service. Okay. And he had all official knee, and he couldn't mow grass, and because he was out of surgery and stuff, he wasn't allowed to do this and do that. Mm-hmm. So we used to be his neighbor. So I mowed his grass, and worked now, in his garden. Where, where was this? What, in, in Northridge. In Northridge. In Northridge. Okay. And uh, then uh, he had a little small garden, and uh, he had tomatoes, uh, cucumbers. And like a little victory garden. Yeah, a little, yeah, little, little small yeah. one. Okay. And uh, but uh, he had something. I, I don't know the name of it. It it, it, it grows on the vine one time. Hmm. Actually, it grows, and you cut it, it's done. Interesting. And, uh, so he 
he would just uh, put uh, peel it and put salt on it and eat it that way. Hmm. So I mowed his grass and we did everything. And he gave me twenty dollars every time I mowed it. Yeah. And because uh, I, I was living right there beside of him. Sure, sure. And uh, after we moved there, then uh, we moved over here. Uh, well, first we lived. Yeah. I, I, well, I was, was going to ask you. My wife lived in Northridge yeah. on Kildare for twenty-five years. Yeah. Then she she got tired of living there because we couldn't keep anything in our yard because people would steal it. Hmm. And. Uh, so they had a place over here on Nice. Uh, we, we, we sold there and moved over there. Mm-hmm. And we lived there for eight years. Then uh, after she got sick, she passed away. Then I moved my son and his wife wanted me to move in with them yeah. because they didn't want me to stay there by myself. So I've been with my son ever since. Okay, that's, so, how, that's how you ended up in Inglewood? Yeah, that's when we... Yeah. Uh, we we then we moved we there, then we moved to Huber Heights. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, my wife passed away. Then we lived there for six years. Then we after that, we moved to another place over on Ross Road, and lived over there. It's like a farm. Mm-hmm. They had uh, well water. And the kids didn't like it, but it tasted so cold, <laughs> so yeah. cold that you couldn't stand it. Yeah. And you make Kool-Aid, and you just pour it right in and drink it. That's how cold that water no was. No kidding. Because it was 65 feet down in the ground. Yeah. yeah. Then well, we, growing up in Tennessee, did you did you grow up drinking well water? We had On a mountain water. Mountain water. Mountain. Came out okay. of the mountain. Yeah. And uh, we had we kept our five-gallon milk jugs yeah. in it, okay. and. Uh, we had uh, two two milk jugs, one with milk, one with cream. We take the cream off the milk and put it in the thing. Then we churn it, make buttermilk and butter. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after after that, then uh, we just you know lived off the land. Hell, yeah. we ate rabbits and squirrel and and everything, groundhog. Mm-hmm. And we we had our own uh, uh, beef. We had slaughtered and all that. Which we never did take it to the slaughter pen because my right. uncle Dick he did all of the slaughtering. You know how to do this. Hanging up in the barn and, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you're you're living in Englewood now, right down the street from me, and yeah. you watch um, you watch people come and go to work every day. Yeah. What what's going through your head? Tell me tell me what's going through your head. You watching these folks? Well, what 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 easy for me? They're out there in the cold, going up to work in the cold <laughs> car, and you I'm ate. sitting here. <laughs> drinking my coffee, watch everybody out there scraping the windshields and this and that and the other. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the house here doing, you know, but I, you know, after they go to work, I start doing, I do laundry, I run sure. the vacuum cleaner, mm-hmm. I do the dishes, yeah. and I make my bed up every morning. Then around 4.30, around 4.30, my dog wakes me up mm-hmm. and he wants to go out, she wants to go outside. And How old uh, is your dog? She's uh, three and a half. Okay. What kind of dog? She's a she? golden retriever. Golden retriever, three yeah. and a half. So, what 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 do you what do you think about Mike Bloomberg? Uh, running for president. Is that the millionaire guy? The billionaire. Yeah. Sixty-one billion dollars. The man. Yeah, has. he has. But that does. Out. I don't want you. I want you to be influenced at all by the by the fact that he's worth sixty-one billion dollars. But what do you think of him? Well, uh, I've, 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 well, Channel 7, they, they talk to him a lot, and they say that, uh, well, the media, whatever, 
they said they don't want no millionaire being president. They want the people that works like we are sure. making. They want our votes to matter, not our dollars. Right. So, so uh, what do you think? Well, uh, right now Trump says he don't care who, who said he didn't care if it be uh, Wahlberg or uh, uh, Sanders or yeah. whoever. Right. But he says, you know, he said no matter where I go, he said I got two or three thousand people every time I go to a place. Sure. So. Yeah. But. Uh, well, we'll all know in November, won't we? Yeah. 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 One November, way or the other, we'll know. November, somebody will let you know. But so, uh, somebody will be right. Yeah. Yeah. But now, who will be after he goes? They say that Trump makes it another four years. Right. Okay. Then, after his time's up, they're going to be another person to replace him. Right. Now, well, I wonder if that's going to be a Democrat or it's going to be a Republican. It'll and, be one or the other. But, but everybody, uh, the Democrat wants the wall down. Right. And uh, so, uh, I don't know, you know. Yeah. I mean, right now, we're saving a lot of time on drugs mm-hmm. and but there's still we still got a lot of people getting stabbed, sure, getting shot by guns, and uh, uh, get people girls are getting uh, picked up and raped and this that and the other. So you know, I said I don't know, but I tell you what. Well, there's a lot of local. I'm, what I'm hearing you say is there's a lot of local issues that need to be solved, and right. everybody, everybody wants to solve the big big issues. But we here on the ground on this corner. In our little subdivision, right? We got to worry about today. We got to worry about tomorrow. What's going on? Right, right. Yeah. But uh, you know, the, the, one of the people wants to take the, everybody's gun away from. Them. Yeah. And which you know, I ain't, I don't have no guns. Uh, I used to have a uh, butcher knife. Yeah. In my door, and because uh, every time in the summertime we went to the cookout, mm-hmm. somebody has a watermelon, nobody had no knife to cut it. <laughs> so. Uh, I, I kept that. So uh, I, I got, uh, Gary knows a, uh, a cop, right. Dayton Police, yeah. Dave. And uh, so uh, we was at a picnic, and they says, uh, has anybody got a knife? And Gary and Janice, my, his ex-wife, said, my, my father's got a knife in his car. <laughs> <coughs> oh, crap. Have him huh? go get it. <laughs> <coughs> I went and got it. And I had it in a, one of those Ziploc bags. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. I took it out. He said, "That's a butcher knife." He said, "You know, that's a that's, that's a uh, eleven inch blade yep. and everything. Yep. You know, that's against the law." Yep. I said, "Well, I said I keep it in my door for for a reason like this." But he said, "If you ever got stopped by cops and your car got checked, mm-hmm. that is con- 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 concealed a con- concealed weapon. Yeah, it's concealed and it's illegal because it, the blade you is can longer." You go to jail. Yeah. So okay. When I get home, I'm taking that son of a bitch out. <laughs> the things you learn, huh? <laughs> but it's, but, it's, but you I know. kept it for two years. I didn't yeah. know. I, I well, know. you didn't know it was illegal, and there's uh-huh. you know, laws against these sort of things, and you're doing it because it kept it you're, in just, my you're, you're helpful. thing yeah. on the door. Yeah. And nobody had ever seen it. Well, but, so, uh, but the statute of limitations yeah. has expired on that. So yes. you're, you're good, right? <laughs> Nobody's going to come out here with a warrant. <laughs> so, all right. So, so tell us, tell us, tell us about this this neighborhood right here. So, you moved in to three Englewood, years ago. Three years ago, yeah. And uh, we was moving in, and the two women over there mm-hmm. they looked like they were twins. Now I don't know, and they both came over and they they said uh, welcome to the neighborhood and all that. 
and I'm Gary, and this is my son, this is Janice, this is yeah. Peyton, mm-hmm. that's uh, uh, Sarah, and that's Trinity, and everything. Then uh, a few few weeks later, we's out here uh, playing around and working the cars, and a lady over there hollered. So we walked over there and talked to her. She's a German. Okay. She's a German. Her husband's got cancer. Oh, and, sorry. Uh, he's, she said that uh, he is uh, number four, whatever stage, it is. Cancer. Stage four. Yeah. yeah. And he walks real slow. He sits out there on that couch or that chair okay. uh, when it's warm. No, they have a little dog, right? The little beady brown yeah. one, yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It barks every time it comes out. Oh, sure. We and meet all the dogs here walking my two dogs. Yeah. We meet them all. <laughs> but uh, but it never gets out of the yard. It just stays right on, yeah. Right yeah. in the yard. Oh, it's great. It, it barks up. It, it, it yep. threatens, though, but, yep. but uh, it never never comes out. So. No, it stays out there. So I guess she's got, maybe she, maybe she's got something around him uh-huh. or whatever. Uh-huh. He ain't allowed to get, in, he's going to get in the sidewalks. Yeah. He stays right up right there in the blacktop driveway mm-hmm. and, on both sides of the driveway, he's in the tree, a bushy, or you know, the grass and stuff. Right. And he goes up there and lays down beside of him. But uh, yeah. So this is this looks like a sleepy neighborhood, but it's really well. It is. It's, it's really nice. a lot of excitement going and on here. Doesn't people there? here? Uh, they moved in last summer. Yeah. And uh, they they had a little bitty white dog. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, that dog's that high. Yeah, you put a saddle on that baby. <laughs> she called it a uh, what, what kind of uh, name it was. I don't know. Uh, but uh, I, 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 I don't really sit and talk to them. Sure. They'll be out in the backyard. I throw my hand up at them and all that. And uh, well, it's but, just a matter of time. Right. You know, right. It'll be a block party here in, yep. in, an hour, in a year. But now we used to have a block party down there in uh, yeah. in, uh, in uh, Huber. Those are fun. And uh, on Lexington Place, believe it on the cul-de-sac. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> there was uh, uh, five houses right around the corner side. Mm-hmm. And we blocked the road off yeah. for the cars. Yeah. And we had these picnic tables and all mm-hmm. that. And the people that were across the street from us, he was in the Army. And he, he had a Chinese girl. And she made all kinds of Chinese stuff. Mm. And then uh, and, uh, Gary and Barb, they, they brought over uh, corn on the cobs and, uh, and some other dish right. or whatever it is then the other lady they brought over hamburgers and hot dogs mm-hmm. and uh, janice she made uh, brocks and uh, some kind of salad mm-hmm. with everything in it mm-hmm. and uh, had raisins and this and that and it and uh, we had our our beer kegs out there and everything then the cops came up and uh, <clears throat> we told them we was having a gro- uh, block party mm-hmm. and they said okay so they got out of the car and they walked up and uh, we saw drinking beer and everything. And uh, he says, uh, you shouldn't be drinking beer in the, in the street. And uh, one guy said, it ain't a street, it's just, it's just a small cul-de-sac. Yeah. And uh, he said, well, he says, you know, you know how neighbors are, they'll call the cops, say, oh, yeah. hey, they're out here yeah. drinking, because they have this, they had this and that and the other. I said, we're just out here having a little cookout and everything. Yeah. Nobody's gonna get out hand and all that. We had music. Sure. <coughs> he said, just don't play it too loud. And uh, so uh, my son, he says, uh, well, jail. They said when you get off from work, he said, come by and have a beer and have a hot dog. <laughs> I might do that. 
<laughs> did they? Yeah, he, he did. He did. He, huh? he came. You know, he came it's, in, it's, but he dropped beer on the sidewalk. He didn't. He didn't drink. Oh no, 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 no! You can't. You can't drink in the street. But if you're on the sidewalk, you're you're, yep, you're good. Yep. But so, uh, no, he, it's funny. He had a hot dog and uh, and uh, got up on the, on the sidewalk yeah. and sat there and ate it and went back and got into his car and <laughs> went home. It's funny when you just live, just just live your life. Let people live and let live. You yeah. know, don't make trouble. I, yeah. I walk the dogs too, and they're they're old. They're twelve years old now. And well, my dog, they, when I walk her, she chokes herself. Mm-hmm. She pulls. Oh know? yeah. And I said, I ain't gonna do that no more. No. I gotta pull her back, and then she'll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I you know, said, she'll I get she'll get, you, she'll get older, and she'll go. Eh, yeah. I'll yeah. follow along. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. You know. But uh, but now uh, Gary wants to uh, sometimes. Uh, just sometime in summer, probably April, May, June, July, somewhere around there, mm-hmm. uh, he wants to move from here to another place because uh, uh, he wants to get out yeah. of Inglewood. Yeah, it's, it's it's expensive. Yeah, or whatever. It's not it is. the cheapest city to, to live in. Right. Yeah. Are so, you going with him or? So uh, he uh, he wants to go to uh, uh, Preble County or yeah. Uh, just outskirts. Just of, sure, out, sure. Out of the city. I get that. Yeah. And uh, well, have, Gary, um, this I have dogs to walk, and so um, we're just gonna we're just gonna kind of end this right here today. Okay. But it doesn't mean I'm done talking to you. Okay. Because I will bug you probably once a week. Okay. Until we run out of stuff to say. Okay. All right. So okay. anything you want to know about me, okay. you know, certainly ask um, okay. during this thing. It's not. Um, you know, we can we can have this conversation. Okay. You have been listening to Old Man Stink, the podcast for tech savvy late boomers and early Gen Xers. Join us next week where we will have another exciting guest of a certain age. <laughs>